Hi, this is Lucia with The Art of Love. I'm a dating and relationship expert specializing in helping you get your ex back. And welcome back, No Contact Army. I trust that you have stayed in no contact. But if you haven't, then you will be happy to know that the topic this week is Will No Contact Work a Second Time? Yes. And if you too would like to enlist in the No Contact Army, all you have to do is hit the subscribe button. And if you would like to read the No Contact Army manual, go to NoContactSecrets.com. The link is below and you can read two free chapters before deciding whether you want to purchase it. So if you are in No Contact, you know that it's very difficult to do and some people find it impossible. And most people will end up breaking no contact or being tempted to break it or respond to a text or call that was significant or they thought was significant only to find out their ex isn't trying to get back together. So they go back into no contact a second time or a third time or a fourth time or a fifth time. <laughs> Hopefully not. So first let's define what I call the no contact rule and how to do it effectively since there are a lot of versions of the no contact rule floating around the internet. So my definition is that you never reach out to someone when they've broken up with you unless you cheated on them or you took them for granted. And I've done a video on this topic called the two exceptions to the no contact rule. So you do not reach out after 21 days, as some people say, or 30 days, or even 60 days. For those of you who are familiar with my 60 day no contact rule, which does not mean you reach out after 60 days. It just means that you are most likely to hear from your ex between days 45 and 60 of no contact. So you never reach out and you only respond if they say something significant. And I've done many videos on what I mean by significant. So why do people break no contact? Many reasons, of course. Let's go through some of them. One is that they're given bad advice, either in videos that say to contact your ex after a certain period. And if you do that, you'll be in for a rude awakening because the chances of them responding favorably are very low. You'll have to start the count all over again. So you're back to day one of no contact and you'll feel as if you've been dumped all over again. The bad advice can also come from family and friends who may mean well, but they are not ex-back coaches. I find that 95% of the time when a coaching client of mine tells me that they listened to a family member or a friend, it was the wrong advice. 95% of the time. I can count on one hand when someone told me that they got advice from a family or a friend and it was actually the right advice. In fact, before I really knew what I was doing with breakups, I made the same mistake as I talked about in my video about my breakup, where I listened first to my girlfriend who said, oh, don't break up with him. <laughs> and then when I did keep hearing from him for over two months, and he left a message saying that he wanted to be friends, I let my friend talk me into contacting my ex because he said, oh, well, maybe he's just using that as an excuse 
to get back together. He's pretending that he wanted to be friends. Uh, but no, he actually just wanted to be friends. <laughs> so luckily for me, I was able to use that as a learning experience and pass it on to you. I was able to turn lemons into lemonade, but not everyone is obviously going to be able to do that. Another reason people break no contact is because they've been drinking. And this causes you to do things you normally would not do, such as drunk dialing and drunk texting. Or you may feel lonely. Your ex was a big part of your life. You obviously miss them. And you want that dopamine hit to momentarily feel better. So you just go ahead and break no contact. Especially if you've been triggered. So you saw something on their social media or you heard from mutual friends or someone and it looks like they are moving on or that they won't be contacting you anytime soon you reach out thinking that you're gonna stop them <laughs> whatever they're doing you're gonna stop them yeah sorry you don't have that power right now it, it's not gonna happen and then finally your attachment style plays a big part in whether you're going to break no contact or not if you're an avoidant, then no contact is a walk in the park. <laughs> and if you have a secure attachment style, then you also most likely will not break no contact. However, for those of you who have an anxious attachment style, then you are the ones who are most likely to break it. And you obviously need to work on that or you will continue to sabotage your relationships. So I suggest therapy if you can do it and at the very least get the book attached which talks about attachment styles and I will place the link below. So finally to answer the question will no contact work a second time? The answer is yes but <laughs> but the more often you break it the less effective it will be. So the first time you do it is when it's the most powerful because your ex probably wasn't expecting you to do that. But when you break it, you're telling them that even though you may be silent for a period of time, you will probably reach out. So they will just wait for you to reach out again. This is what we mean when we say that you teach people how to treat you. And also every time you break it, you lower your value a bit more as opposed to staying in no contact where each day that you stay in no contact, your value actually goes up. So it's like interest in the bank. But when you break it, you lose all that interest and go back to zero. And if you keep lowering your value at a certain point in their eyes, you will have no more value left. And also it may not work if you told them that you were doing no contact. At some point, you, you broke no contact, you told them you were doing it, and then you don't get back together, and now they know that you're doing it. Now, they may not know 100% that you're doing it, they may suspect it, but hopefully the anxiety that the no con con contact is causing them will override their logic, will override the fact that they may be thinking in the back of their mind, oh, but he's doing no contact, she's doing no contact, because they told me about it last time but they may think, well, but what if she's not? What if she really did move on this time? What if he really did move on? So you never want to tell your ex or someone who may tell your ex that you're doing no contact. So 
as you can see it's best to do no contact properly the first time and if you feel as if you're going to break it I would suggest that you listen to my no contact playlist that's what it's for and especially the no contact success stories where you'll see that other people got their exes back by staying in no contact even if it took a while sometimes and I also recommend my video are you about to break no contact I was very much in the flow <laughs> when I made that video as you will hear that is one of the videos where I'm the most serious you've probably never heard me that serious in fact people were commenting under the video that they had never heard me like that because I was just really adamant that I had to get the message across that you cannot cannot break no contact unless of course you cheated or took your ex for granted and as I said I've already done a video on that the two exceptions to the no contact rule all right so I would like to hear from you below and let me know how many times you've broken no contact or if you haven't broken it at all that would be great if you haven't broken it at all so I like to hear from everyone whether you broke it or not let's hear it and in the meantime if you would like to help um, to get my help to help you to stay in no contact and to get your ex back you can contact me at theartoflove.net to find out about the coaching rates and if you're listening on YouTube, remember to like, subscribe, and share so that we can help other people find my videos and stay in no contact. If you're listening on iTunes, I would appreciate if you would rate and review the podcast. And finally, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens.